This is Amira Murad, the host of The Locker Room Podcast. As a former NBA dancer of eight years, captain and assistant coach of an NBA dance team, I know what it actually takes to make it onto a team and stay on one. It wasn't an easy road to get there, but it was worth it. After getting cut, being told no, not making it back on teams along the way, I knew that my perseverance, confidence, and talent would get me to where I wanted to go, no matter how long it took to get there. That is why I started my company, The Cultivate Code, a training and mentorship program to support aspiring pro dancers make it onto their dream team. In the past few years, TCC has supported over 50 dancers in making it onto NFL, NBA, and semi-pro teams, and we can't wait to support you on this journey. Join me here weekly in the locker room where we'll cover all things pro sports dance teams. You'll hear from industry leaders, other pro dancers, and gain insights on what you need to do to show up as your best self and how you can make it onto your dream team. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at The Cultivate Code to connect with me, find ways to work with TCC, and send all the topics and questions you have that you want to hear about. We're so happy to have you here as part of the TCC fam. Welcome to another episode of The Locker Room. Today, I thought we would do an Ask Me Anything show. So first thing, for NBA, what is the most important technical skill to train for? This is interesting because I would say the baseline technical skills are going to be the same for semi-pro, pro, NFL, and NBA. You need, in my opinion, at the minimum, a solid double turn, kick, and a leap. So like, just like a straight jazz leap. Those, I would say, are the bare minimum that you should be able to execute without thinking about it. Because the worst thing that happens is you're thinking about choreography, you're thinking about choreography, and then say you aren't super strong in your double turn. Right before you go to prep for that turn, the thing that you're thinking about is, oh no, I hope that I make this double turn, or I hope I nail it, or I hope I don't fall out. That is the worst feeling that you could have. So being able to have those fundamental pieces to go back on those three things, the turn, leap, and a kick across the board at auditions and on a team is really going to help you in not thinking about those elements. It should just be like second nature, right? You're dribbling a ball in basketball, right? You're throwing a pitch in baseball. Those things are just fundamentals of being a professional athlete that should be in your repertoire. On top of that, other technical skills are going to be dependent on the team, right? Each team has their different intricacies and things that they do when they're performing. Some do kip-ups, some do you know, leaps or, or alice cones, whatever it is. What are the technical elements that the team or teams that you're auditioning for integrate into their routines? Now, this is something that we've talked about a lot in our sideline huddle community, which is our monthly membership, is that it can be difficult nowadays because teams are no longer able to post their performances on 
Instagram because of copyright. And so how are you supposed to find a routine that has been done by a team that you're looking at to be able to find out what skills they're doing and technique that they're doing if they can't post it? I would say... I'm sure you're following some of the dancers of the team. You can look at their pages. Sometimes they're able to post. Then also figuring out who some of the choreographers are. And a lot of the choreographers lately have been showcasing some of the work that they've done for these teams. And so that's a great way as well to be able to start learning how these choreographers teach, what they teach, the style they put on dance teams, and then also kind of the tricks and elements that they add into routines for certain teams. So again, everything comes back to doing your research and making sure that you are as prepared as you possibly can be for auditions. And then if you go to a team's prep class, you can always ask, hey, are there any tricks that are minimum requirement that you are looking for for me to be able to do this. Granted, if you wait until prep class, you're maybe two weeks a week out from the actual auditions, so it doesn't give you as much time to be able to really hone in that technique. So bare minimum, at the end of the day, double turn that you can stick on your right side, a leap, and then kicks. And for NFL, most of them have kick lines, so being able to have solid kicks on both sides dependent again on the team and what they're looking for. Okay, next question. As we get closer to auditions, how do we determine levels of priority? I would assume of priority of what you're working on. So for this, it's kind of going back to the first question of what's the most important technical skill. Do you have those three things at this moment? No matter how far away your auditions are, they could be in a week, they could be in two months, they can be in six months. Do you have those three fundamental pieces? If you do not, I would say you're practicing every single night, you're stretching every single night, and you're getting those fundamental pieces locked in. Okay, that is your main focus. And then as auditions start to get closer, I would say two or three months out, You should be really tightening up your nutrition. Nutrition and fitness is really going to be a lifestyle piece that you are going to commit to, to being an athlete and fueling your body like an athlete. But two to three months out, really tightening that up and making sure that you're working not only on like nourishing your body with fuel that's going to be able to hold you through for auditions, but also the stamina piece. Are you going to be able to perform a six, eight count routine full out for hours on end during the audition process, that's where the stamina piece is going to be really important. So what I personally used to do when I was prepping for auditions was I would, when I would go do my strength training days, I would do interval sprints to warm up. So I would first walk on the treadmill for five minutes and then I would do 30 seconds on, 10 seconds off, or you know, you could do 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off. You could do 40 seconds on, 20 seconds off, whatever the interval is that you choose. And I would sprint and then I would walk. I would sprint and I would walk. And I do that for maybe like three to five minutes, not super long, but enough to be able to really get your cardiovascular system equipped to that full out, all out energy. And then lastly, but not least, you want to work on your power and your performance. So power is dancing full out your levels and going from a neutral level down to low and and figuring out how your body works with that. And then your performance is the entertainment factor. You are auditioning to be 
on an entertainment team. And so making sure that you are at the very minimum able to smile throughout an entire performance. But what is that next level? How do you show like sass? How do you show sexiness? How do you show power and like grittiness? There's so many different elements that can be given to you in a routine. And how do you bring that out? Also, NFL is going to be very different than NBA. NFL is going to be more of that smile on your face and giving a little bit more intricate like facials. But NBA allows you to have a little bit more of that grittiness, that sassiness. And so again, going back to the research, figuring out what team you are auditioning for and what they are looking for. Some of them don't want you to do anything other than just smile. And so figuring out those pieces so you can show up to auditions ready to represent the way that they're looking for um, is going to be the most important piece. Okay, next question. How did you know the team that you stayed with from year two to seven was the right fit? So if you don't know my background, I danced for the Phoenix Suns for a season, and then I ended up dancing for the Golden State Warriors for seven seasons. So this is talking about my time with the Warriors. How did I know that year two through seven was the right fit? And I was thinking about this question, and I actually don't know if I thought about this at all, because... If I think back to my time with the Suns, I auditioned for my second season with the Suns and I didn't make it back on the team. Had I made it back onto the team, I would have just kept dancing, right? I would have just kept doing it, I think, unless there was something that wasn't the right fit along the way that made me think, oh, maybe I don't want to be on this team anymore. I don't know if I would have changed. But I will say the caveat being that not making it onto the sunset for a second season was such a great opportunity because Warriors ended up being the right fit for me. And I didn't realize that Suns was not the right fit for me until I was on the Warriors dance team. So that's not the best answer for you, but that's the truth is that I don't really I don't know if I would have known that Warriors was a better fit for me had I not gone through the process. And so that really comes back to trusting the process and trusting the no's and as hard as they are, which believe me, they're terrible. And that is why TCC is here because I want you to make it onto a team and I don't want you to hear the no's. If you can possibly help it, you might, but at least you know what you need to work on through feedback through the programs that we have. How do you balance career and dance? So again, from my experience, at one point when I was on Warriors, I was dancing, I was going to school full-time, and I was working full-time. Granted, my full-time job was work from home, and I built my own schedule, and a lot of my stuff was on weekends. So you have to have a job that is flexible, especially if you have an office job that they're willing to work with your schedule. And if you're just coming out of college or you're looking for a career and you're looking to do a pro dance team, I know a lot of dancers are upfront with their, in the interview process of if it's not a flexible job, 
is this something that you would be open to, to allowing me to come in early, do my work during a game or different hours and see if they're allowing you to be flexible. That same goes for your school schedule. You have to kind of schedule your classes around your game schedule and your practice schedule. Everything for practice is always at night, but game days for NBA, you have to be there at you know, 3 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And so making sure that your schedule is working around that. And then you also have to have just really good time management skills because there's a lot that goes into being on a dance team. You have your practices, you have your games, but how much practice do you need before your practice? Are you doing the appearances? Some teams have a minimum amount of appearances that you need to attend. Some of them you sign up for. So it all kind of flows, but it's not just hey, I'm on the dance team and I only have games and practices. There's a lot more outside work that has to be put in before being on a team. And then also how I balanced all the things while on the team is later in my time with the Warriors, we were no longer allowed to sit on the court and you know, rally and cheer on the sidelines. And so we were in the locker room during our downtime. And so when we would get hair and makeup done after practicing court rehearsal, I would work then. And then I was always working. Everyone knew that I was always working. Oh, where's Mira? She's over at the table working. So I was working during any of our off times when we weren't out on the court. So depending on how flexible your work is, your your company is, or your school is, that's how you manage everything together, or at least that's how I did. Okay, next question. Next question. What should we look for when we're submitting our headshots? I've seen many headshots come in for submissions. So if you think about headshot, you want it to be from like your waist up or your chest up and be in a professional pose. You know, we don't want selfies. We don't want different angles. I would say straight on. And then if you can bump up your makeup to be similar to what you would have on at auditions, maybe not so glam because you have to really layer it on when you are at auditions, but showcase how you would want to look when you're on a team and make sure that you're look or like your hair matches the current state that your hair is in. So if you're currently brunette and you show up to auditions blonde and you submit a brunette headshot, that is going to do you a disservice because when we go back to the judge's deliberation room and we hold up your headshot, we're going to be like, who is this brunette person, we don't remember her as number 75. So that is the whole reason for the headshot to be able to look at you when we go back into the deliberation room and kind of spark our memory because we're looking at 150, 200 dancers. And so that you want it to showcase what you're looking like in real time. Now you can go the professional route and have hair and makeup done and you can have a professional photographer take your photos or if you have a nice background or a white wall and you have an iPhone camera, then you can have someone take a photo of you and print it out. You just want to make sure that it's good quality and that it's a high-res photo of you and a nice shirt, you know, something a little bit more professional. Like think about what a photo that you would post on your LinkedIn profile and you could use that. It doesn't have to be as like stiff as like a corporate professional photo, but what is something that you would want to be your professional headshot that looks like you 
and showcases what you look like. So finding that blend between like we definitely don't want a selfie and we don't want a super stiff corporate photo, but we want to see you and like from like your waist or chest up. Okay. That was all of the questions that we had for today. If you ever have a question, you want to submit it, you can go to at the cultivate code on Instagram and send me a DM and say, Hey, I have a question for the podcast. And if you felt like any of this was supportive to you and you want to learn more, you can head to cultivatecode.co and you can learn about our monthly membership and our programs. We have something for everyone who is on this pro dance journey and we are here to support you and we cannot wait to see you make it onto your dream team. I'll talk to you next week.